The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with your host, Dee Lee. It is common for all of us to take things for granted, the familiar in our daily lives. For example, our home, our job, our health, our relationships with family and friends and pets. By paying attention and polishing your own life gems, you can add your light to life. And that creates a mighty gem. On today's program, you will learn how paying attention to the small things can make your life mighty. So polish the facets of the extraordinary jewels around you by joining your host, Dee Lee. Learn how being mighty is possible when you polish the extraordinary jewels in your life. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels. My name is Dee Lee, and today I'm here with my guest host, Lynn Shrell. Hi, Lynn. Hello. <laughs> with our, our focus on being empowered, most of us are a bit more awake than we used to be and are starting to really look around within and outside of ourselves. In our Mighty Gems series, we have been taking a close look at ourselves within and also now outside of ourselves with a higher perspective and looking for a balanced reflective. Today we are discussing the sparkling nugget of balancing ego, and this is a topic that is pretty fascinating, actually. Most humans today live a normal life existence in a daily state of being overwhelmed, and there are so many distractions and bright, shiny objects that it can be hard to actually see what's in front of you. As a result, it's easy to operate with blinders in place and be numb about your life. Sometimes we even become asleep or immune to the potentials within ourselves and the realities around us for living a more joy-filled existence. The antidote is to simply start paying attention to the state of our own mindset, along with acknowledgement of where we are operating within our life experience, as well as being awake to see what is possible. And so, um, what has been your experience with ego uh, do you have any words of wisdom, Lynn? Oh, I'm sorry. I was on mute. <laughs> oh, whoops. I've been talking away. <laughs> oops. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> Talk about ego. I have none. <laughs> <laughs> it's all pretty there. <laughs> yeah, right? It, well, I was thinking, you know, I wonder if she's asking a rhetorical question or if she's asking me. And then I was like, well, you know, it's really interesting. Um I mean, I have my experience with ego. I have my experience with other people's ego. I have experience with the ego that's in my industry. Like, there's a lot of, I personally think that ego can be healthy, but it has to be in the right proportions and with the right intention. I think intention makes a big, huge difference. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, ego can otherwise run rampant through your life and just wreak havoc. It's like, you know, an emotional three-year-old, you know, <laughs> having a tantrum sometimes, you know, it creates 
it's pain. It's, uh, it's, you gotta have a balance there. That's my experience with it. Yeah. And Lao Tzu said, do the difficult things while they are easy and do the great things while they are small. A journey of a thousand miles must begin with a single step. And I think we've, we've seen that with a variety of our different, uh, focuses with the mighty gems. You know, it's like you, you, you wrap your, your mind around, well, it's total mindset in a lot of cases. Um, what And when you focus on something, it becomes more uh, clear, or at least should actually become more clear. And so it's one of those that um, as we become more in tune with a lot of things, when you really start listening to your voice in your head, um, you know, essentially it's almost like you want to look at it and say, shift, you know, the shift, you want to start listening to your heart. And by taking a look at, at being being aware, if, you're, if your voice in your head is getting louder or whatever, it's one of those where um, it's not like you're wanting it just to go away. Because I think that's where people get over to another extreme where they think the ego is nasty. And it can be, but what we are seeing too is that the ego has its place. And a purpose. And it's really like taking a look at, you know, life in balance. What does it mean to tame the wild tiger? I mean, that's what I see ego being as a wild tiger. And so how we practice living in harmony with ourselves. And I think it's a different uh, situation for each person. And so it's it's like um, when we really take a, a chance to look at how we got, get an ego, I think that's kind of fascinating. We don't come into the world with one. <laughs> mm-hmm. We learn it. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe we do ch- choose our families. Yeah, I've heard that too, that we do come into a situation so that we have more opportunity, opportunity to learn. Um, and then as we go through our development in our childhood, we um, are relating to the different scenarios and uh, self-esteem gets in there, too. I mean, it's really um, how do you become balanced? I mean, there's a lot of... I'm still finding out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's such a balancing act, and it, it it's like being on a teeter-totter. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember writing one as a kid. You know, we used oh, to have yeah. one that went around and around, not just up and down. Mm. And it can be quite a wild ride. <laughs> So it's um, really taking a look at the balancing in our life and what does balance really mean. It's um, having things that you feel are, um, you know, not out of whack, you know, so that you can you can actually, um, you know, know that ego is there. Um, sometimes we need it to get going, you know, inspire us to action. Um, and just knowing, I think a lot of it's awareness. Mm-hmm. As know, in everything, really, right? As in everything. You know, we're mm-hmm. paying, when we're more paying attention, I mean, gosh, this, this topic is one that's so easy just to assume, you know, well, I don't need to talk about the ego. That just seems like it's so mundane. But it's really um, all around us. And it really is a, is, uh, you know, how we relate to it, I call it it, but how we relate to it 
and how we respond within ourselves is really um, a sense of how do we, uh, you know, go after something that um, is confidence building. Um, you know, how do we build our self esteem? I guess it comes back to understanding how do we build ourselves because it's it's real self driven, and when we get ourself focused elsewhere and not on ourself (laughs) it's not like we're trying to be selfish you know the fish part but it's really paying attention so that essentially we're at least aware are we feeling out of balance I think that's part of it or when we set ourselves up to be like at a different level than our peers and the one hand it's you know good to acknowledge that you do have gifts and skills and talents and stuff but if you if it, it tips there's a tipping point if you think you're better than everybody else around you or you have kind of a self-righteous sort of attitude that's ego that's the painful ego you know it's it doesn't let other people have uh credibility as well so that would be one example right mhm and some of it is from our background, too. I mean, how did we have to learn to survive? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really um, a, a, a changer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and sometimes you can see that with people who have a really healthy ego. They they have that because they actually are, you know, feeling insecure inside. You know, they mm-hmm. that's been their defense mechanism. So there's an overcompensation with, you know, the appearance of ego. And that's kind of a a definition of something off balance, Mm -hmm. even though it looks like this person is balanced and they're gung-ho and they're confident, that could be a sign Mm -hmm. that essentially something is not in balance. So, it's really, I think, paying attention ourselves, not just to ourselves, but to others that we relate to, to be able to know how to respond. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, the ego is... Um, one of those where we try to share, I I say try, because a lot of life is sharing in the moment with our, um, you know, significant others within our life, our family. Um, And when we share, there's, you know, that part of us that we're trying to connect. And so it gets back to some of our prior uh, conversations having to do with what is connection. Mm -hmm. You know, if you are talking to someone from your level where you're you're feeling like this person is totally off the charts with an ego, I think it's very difficult to talk to them or to share with them because you aren't sure what's going to happen. And Unless you have a super healthy ego, too. I mean, if you have two, but it's interesting, you know, if you have two really healthy egos, what are they doing? They're pretty much doing the puffy chest thing. You know, they're they're chest bumping. (laughs) Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. And do you remember the cartoon? I don't remember the name of it, but it was one where they would have a chair. It it had a cat and dogs in it. But as a as a kid, I remember this where the somebody would jack up the chair and it would go higher and higher until it was through the ceiling. You know, this is kind of how I envision someone that has a super ego out there. They keep jacking up the chair because they have to make themselves higher and higher because something got them out of balance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a curiosity as a kid. <clears throat> Why is that person cranking up that chair? And how can, <laughs> more the practical thing, how could that chair go so high? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So. Well, yeah. I mean, it's really, you want to just um, look at where, where's your chair gotten really high? You know, it's okay. If you, if you can recognize that your chair got too high, then just look at places in your life where you can um, use that to grow. So, um, you know, remember that, you know, everyone's dispensable, you know, pretty much. I don't mean that in a really, you know, harsh way, but the reality is that when it comes to, if you're putting your identity around your work, most people in um, work are dispensable in some way. So you want to find the places where you're indispensable. That builds healthy ego because then you are unique, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and you want to think about the impact that you have with others, how you'll be remembered. And so if others, if they're off put by you in some way, or if they're even letting you know, like friends and loved ones will actually tell you, it's like, oh, you're getting a little big for your britches. It's like, well, you know, they're being <laughs> funny, you know, but maybe there's something there. So, so, um, yeah, and, and you know, mm-hmm. oh, it's it's really necessary from a an, a job perspective to actually not be too big for your britches for your job, right. because really others need to be able to grow within your organization so that you know someone can step into your job so that you could actually not just be left um, on the side, but more like you could have a vacation. Mm-hmm. And for some people, that's quite a different um, thought process because they don't want a vacation. They're just very focused on what they're doing and um, they're very busy. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's very interesting having researched the topic and I'm now listening <laughs> more intently to people and how they introduce themselves and they're just, I'm very busy. You know, it becomes a, an interesting response that's very much off the top of, of the tongue mm-hmm. and so it's it's like when you say you're very busy what does that really mean mm-hmm. are you too busy for yourself are you too busy for exchanging ideas are you too busy for relating to other people um and if you're too busy you know it's something where people might not really like that from a long-term perspective because you're not available and, you know, everyone needs to be available at some point to answer questions. And maybe part of that, too, is checking in if you're the person that's too busy. Checking in with people, do you have any questions or can I be helpful in some way? So it's, it's really part of how you pay attention to your teammates and your working partners. Um, are you, you know, compassionate about um, what you're doing and also um, knowledgeable enough that um, what they're looking for is not just to have you answer a, a, a small thing, but sometimes it's really necessary to have you um, give you know thought process so they can continue with something they're learning. Mm-hmm. Well, Malcolm Forbes said, too many people overvalue what they are not and undervalue what they are. And I think that's another issue that we have to think about. You know, it's not always that we have too much ego. Sometimes we don't have enough. You know, there's like, we, we, we forget how special we are and, um, and we don't give ourselves a credit, the credit we need for that. So it's really, you know, yeah. Oh, self-esteem. Yeah, well, there you go. Right. I mean, it's it's one of those where ego is interesting all by itself, but you start looking at what is ego and how does someone really relate to it. It it has a following. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like a psychology of you know how does one relate to ego? Well, it's just 
you know, what's your perception? You know, what mm-hmm. is, um, where do you operate? You know, is how you share with people a game changer or is it um, done in the right intention? Because I think that level of um, attention too is needed so that you're not just operating out there on your own, you know, mm-hmm. without a, a framework. Yeah, well, if you have low self-esteem about yourself, um, you know, talking about frameworks, if, you're, if your framework for yourself is low, it can be really hard to make things happen because you mm-hmm. don't have enough steam, you don't have enough confidence. And so, you know, the old adage that you need to believe in yourself and your success in order to attract more success, you know, success breeds success, the more people want to do business with you because when you have a positive attitude about yourself and what you can provide, then people want a part of that. So oh, they want to be you around know, you. <laughs> yes. Yes. So like you really, glue. yeah. Like yes. Well, and I think that uh, so many people um, today have an unhealthy relationship with their ego simply because they don't know better. I mean, they just don't know that it can be different. And so um, when you start hearing about something like this, this is really about finding a balance in your life. You know, um, if you want to have the balance. So I don't know. I think Albert Einstein's quote, everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will spend its whole life believing that it's stupid. And that's... (laughs) He is so brilliant. I mean, it's so obvious. A lot of his quotes are just like, huh? I know. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, really. I mean, if that fish was trying to climb a tree, there's no no water Mm -hmm. unless the water has risen up into the tree. (laughs) Maybe, but even then, I mean, you know, fish don't climb trees. So, but, you know, if it doesn't know that it's a fish or it doesn't know that it's okay to not climb a tree because that's not your talent, you know, like, I don't know. I think Albert Einstein, he's one of the people I'd want to have dinner with sometime. I totally have a crush on him. So... (laughs) Someday, you know, <laughs> you, you could have a really fun conversation. Oh, like totally. Go to a restaurant and have a conversation with Albert Einstein. <laughs> right? Wouldn't that be a fun one? It would it? Would <laughs> you can introduce yourself and then say, "Okay, I have my um, associate here, Albert Einstein," and and <laughs> see what the waiters or waitresses doing. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I think that would awesome. be a blast. Mm-hmm. And speaking of blast, we are. Uh, it's time for us to take a little commercial, so we'll blast off for that. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. Intellike dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the intellike to become a cat. So what is human intellike? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintellike.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellike.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com. Have you ever met a muse? Or consider the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. 
But now, there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. You are listening to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with D. Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems. We're having a, a lively conversation about balancing of the ego. And I call it the ego because really it is part of yourself, but it's really a separate entity or can be felt like. Um, so that, you know, it's really having, we're, we're looking for balancing. And so balance is, you know, different for everybody. Uh, it relates very closely to um, self-esteem, which is another set of words that, People relate to differently too, but self-esteem and having a healthy self-esteem is really how, in your own view, you value yourself. You're you're focused on um, how you relate to yourself, uh, words that you tell yourself, like "I am deserving," "I am worthy," "I am," um, you know, "I have great skills that I can offer." And so it's it's kind of like you pump yourself um, full of positive thoughts. And it's not like you're just pumping yourself up, but it's really um, giving yourself credit um, where credit is due for the most part. And if you're in a sense of inflating your ego, you will know that you're not in the right position because you're going to have a sense of being out of balance with that. Well, if anybody walks by with a pin, you're in trouble. Oh, Well, people utilize outside indicators a lot, you know, mm-hmm. for am I in balance or am I relating to this correctly? So, Or to get if they, uh, validation. If they're looking sure. to the outside to get validation, they've just given their power away. Right? Sure. Mm-hmm. And those indicators can be wrong. Mm-hmm. So if they're not uh, actually aware of the correct indicators that they should be matching up with or aligning themselves with, then they're going to be floating way off in the ozone somewhere and it'll be difficult to come back. You know, so, you know, it's, it's really, um, they'll come back, but you know, it's like, it's like, where does that balancing come in? And part of balance and the, one of the words is being grounded so that essentially, um, when you're grounded, that means that you're, uh, usually turned, you're tuned in to the earth and you can actually um, perceive things from a higher perspective so that you're, you're not just in the moment um, responding to that moment from whatever mood swing happens. You know, you can have you know, s- situations where your mood's going to swing. And uh, the challenge would be if you have act- in actuality a fragile ego and sometimes if these indicators swing in the wrong way, you could actually get derailed. 
Mm-hmm. And that could be really detrimental to your balance. And so what oh, do you do yeah. when you're out of balance? Mm, well, Probably. yeah, you know what? I wanted to just say another thing about being grounded. If you think about it, if you're really grounded, you're giving yourself the opportunity to bring that higher perspective into the physical plane. Like you're mm-hmm. bringing that, that wisdom and that insight down to where you can actually use it and manifest on the physical plane. So mm-hmm. that's another reason to be grounded. So. Well, and people say be grounded in all moments. And so that's where it's difficult sometimes because we relate to things differently through the moments of our day. And sometimes we forget their moments. And mm-hmm. we look at something that's the whole day passes and we go, oh my gosh, where mm-hmm. did that go? And so it's really finding ourselves more and more being really paying attention to the moments. And when we pay attention, we're focused and we're more um, actually relating to something. So it's, it's um, you know, it's one of those where you can relate to something and have a negative impact, but you think of it as positive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a basis to... to um, spin off, you know, this this relationship with something, um, it can feel very overwhelming, maybe. And, mm-hmm. um, I know that one thing that I've been uh, playing, I call it playing with, but is social media. And I'm really fascinated with it because it is such a lot of hype, you know, that you see out there. And yeah, pay 60 bucks and get 10,000 leads or people that come in and say, you know, poof. Um, it's, it's very interesting because um, my understanding is, is that those people that actually just have, you know, yourself out there in your different media um, with people relating to you as authentic, it's not like a big poof. Yeah, it's, it takes time. You know, it happens a little at a time and you grow organically. It, to have a boost of thousands in, you know, a day, unless you're an internet marketer or a big celebrity, that just doesn't really happen. And it, it just inflates. You know, it's a bloated number. And do you really want that? You know? <laughs> well, and what, what do other people relate to? Mm-hmm. I mean, are they going to relate to somebody that has 100,000 followers? Mm-hmm. If, if it doesn't look like they've been around very long. That or you know really they they have yeah they have to prove their value or it is out of whack they have to you know be delivering something for that many people to be interested I mean uh, Tony Robbins I would follow him or Oprah or whoever you know like there are people that have millions of followers but um, those are real and they're organically grown over time it's not like they went out to a link farm and just bought a whole bunch of links mm-hmm. it's not like a bloated something or other you know it's you know it's kind of interesting. Well, and it also comes back to the discussion of ego. What is the purpose of having, you know, your $60 go out and purchase? You know, what is the intention with that purchase? Are you trying to do something that's not really, you know, from a consciousness, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's a low vibration. It's a low vibration. So I like to think of a lot of this as peeling an onion, which I don't know if you are... (laughs) <laughs> you like peeling onions, but they always get me in tears and I feel <laughs> the emotion of <laughs> the onion going <laughs> along. But, you know, it, it's something where <clears throat> the more that, that as your journey expands, you know, the deeper that, you know, these different layers start coming off. And so you start aligning yourself with a higher potential. And I think that's a very powerful thought process. 
Yeah. Well, they say enlightening is the shattering of illusion. Mm. You know, so, you know, to be enlightened means that you've been shattered. Basically, your world has been smashed. And well, so, that's you know, changed too. Yeah, yeah. And you're just peeling off those layers. You're peeling off the status quo. But now ego will defend the status quo, mm-hmm. which makes it kind of interesting. So Yeah, it'll stand up and wave it its, itself around and, you know, pump itself up because it feels that. Uh, that focal point and challenge mm-hmm. and a, a man once told buddha i want happiness and buddha replied hmm first remove remove the i as that is ego then you remove want the word that is desire and now all you're left with is happiness so i think that's rather profound oh absolutely Absolutely. Well, and happiness, really, that is a quest for, you know, for life fulfillment. So when people are on that personal mission to have happiness, um, or, you know, even in self-discovery for, you know, either becoming more spiritual or more contemplative or more self-fulfilled, it's really tempting to put the ego aside as not being very useful. You know, we'll do that. But, um, you know, the process makes us feel that we've somehow lost a part of ourselves. So it is important to keep the ego as part of the formula and and self-esteem is the the governor the balance uh, as well as mindfulness that helps keep things in check and if we can keep the ego in its place so we're not always seeking some indicator outside of ourselves of our validation or whatever but we use it for ourselves within ourselves for balance it actually helps us because we get more and more in touch with our authentic self and that's really what buddha is saying there is he's saying you know just go with happiness and when you have that as your north star the rest of it's going to take care of itself yeah, and there was um, Fresh Minds Matter had a an awesome quote um, available, um, ego and the balance of empowerment, which I was really relating to. I mean, we're on the empowerment channel, so a lot of this is driven by where where we're speaking um, also. It's, it's like, like all things on this planet, we must achieve balance. The ego should only exist enough to allow individuality and sense of self a self that we should honor and protect nurture and most of all share our empowerment and ego should never overtake the weight of our soul of our true gifts of our duty to our universe and all those within it we can and must be good and kind we should do all good things for no no need to of reciprocation there is a great following for the law of attraction I subscribe to the law of giving and gratitude, which in my reality will override the law of attraction time and time again. There are growing numbers of people who know that asking is not enough, feeling is not enough, visualizing is not enough. For if we were not also willing and able to give and willing and able to be grateful for all that we have, the practice of attraction will simply fall or fail to be heard. I mean, our head... (laughs) (laughs) is not going to relate to our heart. Positive vibrations travel far faster and higher than negative vibrations. Positive selfless intent travels faster and higher than negative and selfish intent. Like a huge mirror, our intentions and actions will bounce right back to us. So be sure your intentions and actions are positive and good. Then will we truly understand our own own power. I think that kind of sums up a lot of things that we've been discussing. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. Well, yeah, I think that, um, you know, Abraham Hicks said, appreciation and self-love are the most important tools you could ever nurture. Appreciation mm-hmm. of others and the appreciation of yourself is the closest, closest vibrational match to your source energy of anything we've ever witnessed anywhere in the universe. So really appreciation, self-love, healthy ego, not overinflated, not deflated or, you know, too little. It's really, you know, it's the Goldilocks approach to ego. <laughs> <laughs> and find the right size. <laughs> the right terminology to explain it. I mean, Abraham mm-hmm. has more powerful approach too. I mean, some of it's like it's so simple. How do mm-hmm. we miss it? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's part of the discussion of how things operate. We we just miss them time and time again mm-hmm. because we're making things too complex. Right, right. So, you know, and, and we have to remember that the e- nothing is good or bad. It's only what we think it is in our mind that makes it that. And so when you think about your ego, one of the ways that you can tell if you're, um, if you're not motivated, if you don't feel like you want to do anything, um, you know, that's ego is not, it's not fired up for you. <laughs> No, you need it to function, really. And but at the same time, if you're not monitoring it, you can get out of hand, and it becomes, you know, where it's controlling you and your decisions, or addiction. Yeah, yeah. So you know, sometimes fear can surface when you're not sure that you deserve whatever you're having. I call it your happiness quotient. Um, But you know, when you choose to live your life on purpose, it can be really helpful to have a good ego, both for your personal and professional life, like both sides, because you care about what you do, you give it your best shot, and you want to have an impact. And so with all the challenges that we're facing in this noisy, you know, crazy, chaotic world, you have to do a lot more to stand out from, from the everyday crowd, especially if you're an entrepreneur. So standing out from the crowd is not about feeding your ego, but it's really related to setting yourself up to have more impact. Mm-hmm. And so what is the word impact? I mean, that, that has a whole um, ar- array of um, definition. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I guess, how you look at something. You know, where, where are you sitting when you're looking at something? Because mm-hmm. you know, that would make, you know, if you're deep inside your own self-esteem and you're, you're kind of buried comparing yourself to all this external identity crisis or you feel mm-hmm. like you've had a crisis, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be difficult to surface. Well, yeah, the dictionary says an impact in this case is to have a strong effect on someone or something. So that's really what it's about is that, you know, you've got to have enough ego to fire up what your gifts are in in order to contribute them in order to influence someone else in a positive way or give that away. You have to know that that's valuable and that comes from a healthy ego. Yeah. And interestingly, from uh, being an artist, you know, we end up or working with creativity, Um, you know, it's the left side, right side of the brain. And um, I've been naive in a, in a lot of ways with my optimistic side because that's just been there my whole life. And so um, sometimes I get lost in that process because not everyone operates that way. Mm-hmm. And so I can get run over um, because that's my philosophy. But that's who my authentic self is. You know, that's how I share and so social media has been kind of an interesting process for myself because 
you know, it's it's all about sharing, and yet it's not sharing the whole shebang. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how do we share this correctly and unselfishly and still have it so that there's integrity? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's mm-hmm. kind of an interesting philosophy there. So, oh, I mean, yeah. with ego, you know, it's, it's really coming back. Pete Lover said, um, some ego is a good thing. It can be a catalyst that pushes you further than you need to go. And I think that's some of the underlying decision. Do you have an ego? Or do you acknowledge that you have one? And what level are you wanting to operate at? Because if you're like most of us, we don't want to be obnoxious. But yet, mm-hmm. it, it can push us out there, and we might not even realize that we're obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I think that that's the fine point. We have to become more aware. So, you know, and if we're, if it's the point where we have to tame it, well, you know, it got out of control. If it's, if we don't have enough juice to get out there and share what we're doing, well, we got to pump it up a little bit. <laughs> so. It's like rolling into the the station, you know, the um, gas station and pumping up the air. Mm-hmm. Are we mm-hmm. pumping ourselves out so big that we float away? <laughs> yeah, that could know. be a funny one. I know. I was just thinking like the Macy's Day float or something. <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, all these visuals come up. And yeah. I think we have a, a visual here of uh, sharing some information on our um, break. Yeah. So we'll be right so. back. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. IntelliKey dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the IntelliKey to become a cat. So what is human IntelliKey? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintellikey.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellikey.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com. Have you ever met a muse? Or consider the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. are listening to Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels with Dee Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 
you may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems, and we're exploring the mighty ego. And <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's uh, on the positive side. You know, we really are looking at it from a perspective that it is a necessary um, item within each of us because it does help to get ourselves going. And as participants within our lives, hopefully you feel like you're participating, um, it really helps us get motivated. And we just have to, like other things, feel like we're in um, balance. The word balance is something that most people don't like because that's a balancing image is like, oh, I have I have to let go of all these desirable things because I'm it's whatever, you know, take a deep breath and say, okay, I'm, I'm going to bring this into balance. You know, it's a mental state, too. I, I see that from other angles. But it's really evident, too, in, in the ego state because sometimes the ego can get out of balance and we may not even know it. So keep an eye on how you relate to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and to how, how you relate to your abilities, because your yeah. ego can actually create a false representation of your of your abilities that really isn't there. It's not really substantiated. Yeah, you know? somebody bring a pen along and go, <laughs> and, and then your abilities sort of all flow out like a, a water out of a yeah. dam. Yeah, and your ego might shut you off from from following knowledgeable advice um, or, you know, making better decisions as a result of being informed. It won't let right things in, right? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it can work both directions. So um, if something's – if you're feeling like your ego is running rampant, um, that's the time to really get your your feeling of what what is it that's running rampant. You know, it's really taking some time and zooming in on uh, acknowledging that it is, and then also taking a closer look as to what is what is it doing. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm talking about it because it feels like it's a whole separate part of ourselves, mm-hmm. and yet it's part of ourselves because it does give, um, you know, it does give some light to the fire. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, but you know, the other thing that um, an ego can do, yeah, I mean, it will give light to the fire, but it will also um, potentially limit you. If you have an ego that's tuned to being perfect by, you know, for one example, if you have to be perfect before you can do anything, then your ego is going to stop you from trying new things because you don't want to look silly or, you know, you don't want to look bad or you don't want to make mistakes or whatever. But if you can get some distance in there between you and, and that part of your ego, the things you thought were impossible or that you didn't want to do suddenly become possible. And you start to yeah. think, I can do this, right? That's a huge mind shift. Mm-hmm. And if you've got that, you're um, actually from an attitude perspective, you light up your fire, then you're almost unstoppable. Yeah. I think once you get yourself moving um, and pushing forward because of the intention of um, – Especially if it's if it's shared in a positive direction mm-hmm. um, and with po- positive intention, um, that's where you know you're actually sharing more of yourself because that is a very deep part of yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, by doing that, then you're um, 
you're acknowledging that you have more things to offer. Maybe you didn't realize. Mm-hmm. And it, so it could be that it, you actually learn something from your ego. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could be interesting, not having it share that, but also learning that you can, you don't have an upper boundary. You know, it's mm-hmm. not a negative. Mm-hmm. I think the best way to really keep the balance and or the you know the ego in check maybe um, is to just stay present. You know, be in the moment because when you're focused on what's happening here and now, you're you, you don't give it a lot of room to go play because the ego likes to live in the what if and you know what happens and only you know gosh if that happens then this you know so when you're uh, in the present moment, it might actually be a little uncomfortable because you're right here right now, but it stops the ego from taking over your imagination and playing out in your decision making so Hmm. when you uh if you find yourself maybe obsessing over you know information or um losing sight of the bigger picture that can actually be the ego the ego is dictating no 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 it's um it has to have this, it has to have this. The ego actually works off of history. It, it doesn't work off of your future, so it's not a great um, decision-making barometer. <laughs> sure. Because it's working off of the, the history of your life instead of what's possible for you. So if you flip it around and look at the possibilities mm-hmm. and give it nuggets of intention with those possibilities, wouldn't that be an interesting... Absolutely. Uh, way to look at something mm-hmm. you know, just have it be the motor to get something going mm-hmm. because the ego has more fire it has more intention um, and you know by having self-esteem and that is truly authentic so I guess a lot of it is the defining for yourself how you want to operate mm-hmm. because that's that's really um you know, it's it's like, how do you do this, so that you can be taming the ego <laughs> if well, it needs yeah. to be tamed. You know, if it needs like to a be wild, yeah. wild critter, mm-hmm. and so um, because you want to have confidence, you know, you want to have a chance to take a look at it and um, you know stay in the moment. I think is a huge one because that's paying attention, and you're. When you're paying attention, you're observing everything before and after because that's in the moment. You're you're looking around. You're you're right there, and by being grounded, then you can actually be there and help make decisions for yourself that you'll be able to see happening in the future. Mm-hmm. So, it's and you sometimes really- have to be resilient, right? Because you might find that where you are is not where you thought you were. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you have to be resilient. And, you know, sometimes you have to resist where the ego wants to take you. So, you know, if you can actually stay present and resilient, that may be the greater strength than whatever it is that your ego is promising you. Um, but uh, it, w- it will take that inner fortitude to let go of, you know, proving yourself to other people or asking for their validation or um, looking to outside indicators to let you know what your skills and your gifts are or whatever. So, you know, it's good to be performance driven and strive for achievement, but also, you know, keep your ego in check and don't let it dictate what's happening. You know, you want to use the ego at the right time for the right purposes. So, um, you know, humility is a good little uh, addition to your toolkit on that too. (laughs) And humble. 
Yeah. You know, a lot of people mm-hmm. are humble about themselves and that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, um, Marianne Williamson said, the ego is always looking to find something. The spirit can see what is already there. Isn't that a fun thought? Oh, awesome. I mean, it's just like, why Why do you have to go looking? It's already there. And mm-hmm. I like this comment about um, the American dream and how many people, you know, it's um, such an illusion. What is the, how do you pursue it? And what is it? And how do you explain it to anybody that doesn't know? You know, there's, it's, um, you know, it's such an illusion of competition, consumption, and comparison and stress. Mm-hmm. And materialism. And materialism. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. it's one of those where why would, I know that we have lived with it, so it's almost like it's part of us. So, how do we um, factor that into how we, we operate? You know, we we try to not be restless because we are restless as we're trying to go through things. Um, how do you actually work within your time frames each day so that you can make things work for you? Um, I would suggest not being too busy. Mm-hmm. I mean, or in your mindset, not thinking of yourself so busy that you can't connect with others, even though someone shows up at your doorstep or your desk or on the phone or something. Just think of it as a as a positive interruption, not a negative. Mm-hmm. You know that that's where you can't always plan everything in your life. You're not going to be able to plan totally, but you know when you think of your time. That is a component that you make choices all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the time you make time choices. You know, how, do I, how do I spend my time? How, where do I spend my time? How, do, how does it relate you know, with this topic too? So where does it feel in your heart? You know, how does what is happening matter to you? And it's all very personal. Mm-hmm. You know, what's going to matter to one person is going to be different for another because we all have different situations but for the basic point i think checking in how does it feel is a is a very moment by moment discussion for yourself and you know we've talked about happiness um in this session along with some other ones and it's really a mindset that um you can take a look at things and be happy in a lot of different ways and some of them sound very basic mostly it's just you know having sense of contentment you know, and being happy in a moment with you know, looking around yourself and being actually observant and not just out on autopilot somewhere. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really very interesting how these different things come up. Well, I think, too, the ego wants stability. So as these things are coming up, the ego is going to go, okay, I like that. I'm keeping that. Oh, I like that. I'm going to stay here. Oh, that feels good. Okay, this is it. And so the ego actually creates a little reality around you that it doesn't want to change. Because it wants to be comfortable, right? And then if you go and you change or something happens to change your life, then that's where that resiliency comes in. Well, and it's like having a drama show. Yeah, you know, a lot of times the ego is going to want to have a drama going on mm-hmm. because it, it's a, it's you know it's more fun to have more drama, if you will, sometimes because that's like excitement. You know, someone's really excited and passionate about something or highly charged, and so ways that you can work with this is to really identify what is important for you. 
you know, write down things that are, um, that give you the, the charge in your life. You know, this can be family time or, you know, different personalities or your pets. You know, what really makes your heart sing? And are you pursuing things that, in your sense, are passion within your life? Do you get a charge out of it every day you wake up? And um, within this, you know, a lot of people are always seeking their life purpose as a big neon sign. But a lot of times it's right in front of you. And it's paying attention to how you're relating to others and how does how you're relating help within yourself, too. I mean, sometimes it's just more of um, it's so simple. Mm-hmm. And we make it such a uh, a big... Uh, neon light. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to go find them. My purpose. Well, <laughs> it's it's really staying in the moment. I think because oh, and yeah. being aware of yourself and your actions, you can relate to those, and you'll you'll be able to feel those within your heart. Are you making a difference? Yeah, and, you know the Eckhart Tolle calls the ego the um, it's part of the pain body, and it was in his second book that he said it. There's actually a YouTube video that talks about how to dissolve the pain body, which basically addresses the painful part of the ego. So you were talking about purpose, pulling the positive part of the ego, but what do you do if you want to change that? You know what you don't want, <laughs> and that's sure. one way you can do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's very much um, it sounds all very simple, but a lot of it's just waking up and being mm-hmm. more connected to yourself there and you being go. aware. And so you can do this too on a pretty simple process. If you take a look at your day and work yourself in with some time during the day to actually have it so that you take a look at what you're doing and know that it's going to end up at the end of the day with you knowing what you're doing is have as a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so mighty gems is really Sparkling as gems and focusing on our personal value. And value is a huge thing. Um, What's the value for us to focus? And Buddha said, the trouble is you think you have time. Well, guess what? We suggest that you start the journey now. And as you um, operate within and connect to yourself, to nature and to others with one insight, one choice, and one action, we find that it's very much like being a miner or prospector and there's just so much value out there that goes unannounced or unnoticed and a lot of it's within yourself so really be careful what you believe from your perspective and where you set and maybe from your ego join us next friday at 11 a.m pacific time 2 p.m eastern on the voice america empowerment channel and have a great um, powerful powered up Ego, we don't want to call it egotistical weekend, balanced weekend. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Thank you for joining Dee Lee for Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels. Be sure to come back for another great show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you here next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 